Hello, and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Sean Decker, and I'd like you to hear something. You're hearing Debris by And No One Knew, featuring my pal Alex Barkley on vocals. And No One Knew is a new project, also featuring Nina Palumbo on guitar, Erin Sentian on bass, and myself on drums. Hear more about that and Alex's other bands in just a second. I was born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I moved. I only lived there for about two years. Um, then we moved to Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, my dad, I think, it was like a. I mean, he's like a writer and a professor, but I think he was in college still at the time that I was born. So that's why we were in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. He grew up in North Carolina, so we lived there again for like two years. And then he got a job teaching in Maryland, so we moved to Frostburg, Maryland. And that's where I grew up for most of my life until I moved to Pittsburgh. Oh, very cool. Is it, wasn't there like, is that where, um, is that where like all, I think like Sam and I were talking about that. That is that where Sam lived as well? Yeah, yeah. And we there were was really like a, a really weird, like, bit, like, for, for such a small space, there was, like, kind of, like, a lot of bands that would, like, later be, like, well, you know, well-respected and known. Like, um, like wasn't there, like, a good scene for such a small space? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was really fortunate for that. Um, I started, that's how I started going to, like, shows and, like, getting into the whole, like, DIY thing. Um, I started going in, like, seventh grade and then just, like, you know, till now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really wild. Like, uh, you know, I love, how, like, I love how you can trace certain, you know, things back to small, like, I, you know, I've never been there, so I don't, I don't, I'm not comparing it to where I grew up, but like, nobody knows where my town is either, you know. But it's like the people who, like, went to my high school, went on to be in, like, Circle Takes the Square and stuff like that, you know, and... and Oh, nice. And it was, like, a super small, like, there was, like, I don't know, somewhere around 200 people in my graduating class, you know, it wasn't a big school or anything. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, we found a way to start doing shows, you know, just, like, they must have, you know, uh, there, and uh, and now... Like, there's you, there's Sam, and it, it was Brendan, right? Like, y'all used to go to shows that Brendan put on, right, from Overo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought I, I remembered that correctly. Right, because he, like, ran a, the house show, like, you know, the first house venue I ever started going to. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And, like, it's really cool, too, that, you know, like, people are, like, y'all, like, cut your teeth there or however you want to look at it, but then also you're still involved. Brendan's still involved. You know, I, I just think that's really cool. Um, yeah. So, um, like, bef- you know, you said you started going to DIY shows, like, in seventh grade, you know, um, so there's not, like, a lot of, uh, I mean, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty young as far as, like, people that I, you know, usually get, um a story where it's like the middle of high school where they start going to shows or learning about DIY and stuff. Um, but what kind of stuff were you into like before you started going to shows and stuff? Um, you know, when I was in, I don't know, elementary school or, or whatever, I guess, you know, just like classic rock, like the kind of stuff your parents are usually into, mm-hmm. um, which like, you know, I'm still into that now, like, you know, no, no hate, but, yeah. uh, and then, in, I guess, like, 
middle school, I was really into Green Day and like Nirvana, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. So you were you were interested in music like pretty much as long as you can remember then? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like when we were like little kids, like toddlers, my brother and I would like, like my parents would play the Beatles and we would like dance and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, did you play instruments um, before you started going shows? Like did you play instruments in school or take lessons or anything like that? Um, so actually the reason I started going to shows was my friend and like mentor like literally at the time he was like teaching me music and stuff um he was the first person to tell me like he was in a band and he was like hey we're playing this show at this place that you might like it wasn't brendan's house it was like um this like theater in the neighboring town Mm -hmm. and um so that's like how i started going Uh, but he was teaching me guitar and i also played trumpet since i was like in third grade i think oh yeah can you still play yeah yeah i actually later switched to the baritone because uh in middle school i got braces and i was like this the trumpet sucks with braces oh yeah uh so then my yeah so then my band teacher was like well maybe you would it would be easier with like a lower instrument because like the mouthpiece is bigger so then I started playing baritone, and I just liked it a lot more. So I played that throughout, like the rest of high school, okay. and middle school, and everything. So you did like retain like some of your, you know, uh, skill or whatnot, like with with both of those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not, you know, like a pro well, on trumpet anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I could probably still play some stuff on the baritone. We were actually um, a few years ago. We did like a little like brass quartet thing for uh like we just played some christmas songs just me and like sam and a couple other people mm-hmm. we we're gonna do it this year too but then like you know we didn't really want to get together because of covid and stuff mm-hmm. but hopefully next year yeah yeah that's wild um yeah i don't know if i ever like that sounds familiar like maybe i heard about it after the fact or something but um but but uh that sounds really cool um so you said you you were playing guitar by like seventh grade. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. And you, your friend that you described as your mentor was this someone that was roughly the same age or a little bit older? No, he was older. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember by how much, but it was enough where, like, we didn't you know really hang out outside of like when he was teaching me music and stuff right right <laughs> like we wouldn't like go and like like i don't know but we really hang, we hung out later but you know i was like in middle school so then it was it was like kind of weird <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it wasn't weird but like it would have been in a different situation yeah 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 how did you like how did you start playing guitar then like was did you feel like that was something like, did you feel like what you were doing in school band and stuff was like, when you were doing that, did you always sort of think like, well, I'm going to play this stuff, but what I really want to do is play, you know, something where I could play in a band, like a rock band or? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I just like wanted to play songs that I knew, Uh huh. which, you know, you can't really do on a brass instrument, at least by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, not in a, not in a, a way that would, uh, not in a way that would satisfy like a, a younger person probably, you know? Right. Like, right. Yeah. yeah you, you can't like, <laughs> you could definitely you can't, like, play the trumpet and sing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, for sure you can't do that. But uh, I just, I was thinking <laughs> like, you know, you could definitely these days, you know, uh, someone could have a, uh, a, um, YouTube channel of, tr- you know, trumpet covers of Megadeth songs for sure um yeah <laughs> but uh you know when you're a kid and and you that might not be you know what you're looking for um right yeah uh so w- what um what was the uh first guitar you remember having um I actually still have it oh okay um cool. it's yeah <laughs> it's a um Fender Squire um like the uh, one of the, um, 
One of the Strat copies or one of the um, Tele copies? Or? Uh, uh, I actually don't remember oh, okay. <laughs> or no. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they seem to make a, like one for just about any type of their guitars, you know, I guess like. Um, I think it's one of the Strat ones. Yeah, that's pro- it's probably the most common. Um, that's one, I, I had bought one of my kids one of those once when a band was on tour uh, and uh, they were like, we're trying to sell stuff because we just had to have our van fixed like right before this tour and we have no money. Um, do you want to buy this guitar with a case for $30? And I was like, uh, yeah, I feel bad. Nice. But, like, yeah, <laughs> like I, I feel bad. Yeah. Like I wish I could give you more, but if you're selling it for 30 then yeah. I'll just, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I really like it. It's like, you know, it's like not pretentious and, you know, it gets like the, the job done for what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said that, you know, your, your friend was showing you how to play guitar and stuff. Like, how did you, how did you meet this person? Like, and come to this arrangement where you were just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, you're, you're teaching me guitar now. Well, he, he does like lessons and stuff. I think still to this day. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how we met, honestly. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was one of the first people that I knew in like my conscious life in Frostburg mm-hmm. and then just like started playing guitar and, um, you know, it was like someone we knew that did lessons. So, yeah. 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 Um, what, so like, <clears throat> how long do you think it was before you like started feeling like, you know, confident with what you were doing or is that still a work in progress? Yeah, I, I think that's. I'm still waiting on that to yeah, kick in. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's. I. I guess it was like halfway through that question, I was like, "Shit, I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> like, what am I? Right. You know. So, but um, like, did, like, so to rephrase that in a way, like, I assume that you're like, I'm gonna start learning guitar and I'm gonna play like in bands. So like, how long was it before you were trying to do that? Um, when I was in probably like ninth grade, maybe I played with my brother and a couple of our friends at just like a coffee shop. And we just like played mostly covers. I think we had like one original song and then we played like, I only remember what covers I'm sure they weren't anything like outstanding, but it was just like for fun mostly. And like, I'm glad that I don't know. It was kind of like a low pressure first introduction to like playing live shows. Uh huh. What did your brother play? Uh, he still plays piano. Okay. So what? What was this band um, setup like? It, you were playing guitar. Was your brother playing piano? And then who else was? Like, what did we have going as far as instrumentation? Um, yeah, so I was playing guitar. He had, he played keyboard. Um, one of our friends played bass and another of our friends played drums. Oh, okay. So I don't know why I just focused on the like idea that there were just three of you. Um, I met, maybe you said like friends and I only heard the word friend thinking there was only three of you. And I was like, okay, so what do we have, you know, what do we have here? Guitar, uh, keyboard and, and and what, you know, like, um, right. Like we could have had a really like different take on, uh, certain things. Like, um, I don't know every once in a while, you know, you just see like something like that, like guitar, keyboards and drums or like, mm-hmm. uh, especially like anymore, you know, it could be anything. It could be like this one really, um, really good band that Plague Walker played with one time, like, and I won't, I won't remember the name of this band for the life of me, but it was just, it was a freestanding vocalist and um, bass player and a guitar player. And then just like, they just like had a computer that did the drum tracks. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. And they were great. You know, it was like, you know, um, like gothic punk stuff, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. There's even like some really good two pieces out there. Like, um, 
like Mates of State, I think is just like keyboard and drums or like mm-hmm. the Lopez from Pittsburgh. They're just, I think like guitar and keyboard or yeah. And like, they were awesome. So, yeah. you know, yeah. like you can definitely have a full sound with as few people as you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I really like, um, all of like the different like kinds of experimentation as far as like uh, trying to do like a certain thing with um, less people or different um, instrumentation. Um, but I also like, I think like there's something innately awesome about when younger, younger people do it, like, because they don't like, they may not even be doing it with a lot of thought, but it's, it, it's just like, they, don't care you know they're just like we're we're trying to play and this this these are the only people that i know you know right and, uh, and just let's go for it um but um yeah um so you you did play a, your first show that way and you said that that was uh like you know you felt like that took some of the um pressure off i'm assuming i'm assuming you meant like when you would later start playing like different kinds of shows, that was nice to ease in to that kind of situation. Um, yeah, yeah. What, um, like, how long was it until you were like playing in more serious bands and and playing like writing your own songs and uh, and and playing more like the kinds of shows that we you know play now. Um. So I was um, in a band, I think I, I was like right out of high school called Sea Lines. I think you talked about this on your episode with Sam, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we like we were pretty young when we were in that, and that was like my first tour. And um, it was, you know, it was like, it was really cool to just like be out there so young. I think I was like 19. I don't know. That's not like young compared to how like talented a lot of like super younger bands are now but to me then it was like new yeah i mean i went like i went on my first like real tour at that age too and like i mean i don't i'm not trying to speak for anyone else that's 19 but i didn't have a fucking clue like you know oh yeah i just was like (laughs) woo you know and uh right went for it (laughs) yeah I still like look back at a lot of like that and like me going to shows so young and just like cringe at how like I don't know, just like how cringy I was. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I, like that everyone has that probably. Yeah, I think I think it's just like you get you know it's just one of those things I think where you like hyper hyper focus on like what you're in like like what you were like internally, like, because you right. know, when I, when I would see like younger people at shows, you know, like here, there, like, like, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think like some of the stuff that like, I could ask the exact same question, like when I was their age and I would feel real dumb about it now, but like, I just think it's really innocent. And it's just, you know, it's just a way for um, people to, like, you know, probably, like, just, they're just trying to, like, show that they're interested in what's going on and, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, sorry. Oh, no, I, you know, it's, it's just like when you're older and you, you know, you think about, like, oh, there was that one time when I said this to uh, that singer of that band. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Right. And it's like, they don't even think about that. They just were like, oh, that show was cool. And these young kids came and talked to us, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's like something for people to do, you know, growing up. And like, like when I see younger people at shows now, I'm not like, oh, you teenagers. Like, <laughs> it's like cool that people are going to them and stuff and like yeah. care.
I always just think, you know, um, that could be somebody's first show, you know, that could be like, this could be the person that like comes to this show and then later is in some band that blows people's, blows people's minds, you know, like blows people right. away, like, um, something they saw or heard, you know, at any given time could be the inspiration for something that, you know, that we haven't thought of, you know, I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and your first like good, your first like show that like really speaks to you is kind of, is like a, like a groundbreaking, like almost like religious experience. You're just like, whoa, this is what music can be. Yeah. And seeing it live makes it like even more amplified. Yeah. I guess like literally, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, quite literally. It's in some instances for sure. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, it really is. I, I mean, saying it's like a religious experience is like definitely uh, very accurate as far as, you know, I'm concerned because it like, uh, it really, it, I feel like what you're describing is kind of like when you realize that like, uh, I mean, there's obviously still, there's barriers for people, you know, and there's barriers, like different barriers for different people as well, you know, but like, you just realize that like the, some of the barriers that you thought were there are actually not there, you know, like, um, you don't have to wait for a manager to discover you, you know, or whatever kind of mm -hmm. like whatever kind of thing you might have had in your head when you're a little kid, you know, like, um, I mean, when I, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, you know, that's all, that's all we knew was like, just, um, like rock stars on TV. And then like yeah. your dad that plays at the bar, you know, that's literally, right. <laughs> that's literally it. You don't know anyone that goes on tour, like just because you can, you know, and stuff like right. that. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, um, with uh, all the access people have to, you know, YouTube and you, you know, like if you're interested in this stuff, you'll definitely wind up seeing a video where somebody's playing in a basement to 15 people and you'll hopefully realize like, oh shit, I could, I could totally do that. I know 15 people, you know? Right, uh, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, so you, and, uh, oh no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it can also kind of like open up doors you never considered musically. Like the first time you hear, you know, like guitars that aren't, technically in tune or like you hear someone like scream you're like mm -hmm. oh you can do that and like you're allowed to do that and it sounds cool yeah yeah i think you know um i like i don't want to date myself too much or anything like because i definitely wasn't i wasn't like this isn't a band that i was like oh when this band came out i was at that age like i'm not that old you know but like um a band that really did that for me was like Black Flag, you know, because like mm -hmm. they kind of sound shitty, <laughs> you know, right. and I was like, you could do like, they're great. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, well, a fair, a fair amount of it is great. Um, but like, but uh, yeah, you, you know, I was really like, they're not good singers, you know, they're not right. like, they're just mad. And like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm young. I get mad too, you know? Um, yeah. 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 So. I, yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, I think also it just, you know, you, you, you see that like, you don't have to have like really ridiculously like nice stuff, you know, and stuff like right. that too, you know, but I mean, even though <laughs> I'll be honest, like in the last, like, uh, in the last 10 years that I've been going on tour, like fairly, um, frequently, you know, um, the, the whole gear situation has, uh, like a lot of, a lot of screaming bands really have leveled up their gear. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anymore. For you, sure. You know, you don't like, but yeah, you used to just like, just whatever you could 
get your hands on for 200 bucks and that was like your guitar head you know um, yeah yeah and i'm super like still not a gear person like as in i don't have a lot of it but also i don't know like a lot of it at all or anything about it so like yeah. when people ask me about it or like are talking about it i just like have to be like yeah i mean this is like what you see is like what all that i have <laughs> yeah yeah it's like this gets loud that's yeah <laughs> like it does the trick yeah yeah um so you you've been like you've been playing with uh playing in bands with sam like since pretty much you've been playing in bands right yeah yeah for sure yeah and um you said that you you went on that tour like what um what was that tour like for you uh like you know as far as like how did that differ from any expectations you had um i kind of didn't really have a whole lot of expectations uh you know just sort of like started and then we were just going i was yeah. the one that was driving for the most part well for like all of the part of our car because we took my car and we were touring on uh like we were kind of hopping on the backs of our friends band because they were the one who had the tour and they were like do you guys want to tour with us and we were like yeah of course so they took their like car i think and then i took my car so it was just like me and sam in my car and it was a manual so like i was the one that was doing the driving the whole time because like you know no one else like could mm -hmm. and then like you know like the car broke down we were posted up in in, in uh indiana i think mm -hmm. for a few days so like you know we didn't see that coming but it was still a ton of fun yeah yeah um yeah it's it's like i don't know you know like i don't i've never spoken to anyone that's been like i mean people have had bad tours you know but i i've never spoken to anyone that's been like you know oh it was it was ridiculous we didn't even make any money you know or whatever you know like most people yeah. are gonna be like yeah it was it was awesome and for some reason like no matter what bad stuff happens you're, you're like i can't wait to do it again you know right um, and like actually the first night of that tour was like the weirdest one because we played in katanning and you know we didn't know what that was then and so we just drove there you know and like people were saying yins and we had never heard that word so they're like we were like what are they calling us like you uns <laughs> uh -huh. and we were like really confused by it and it was just this weird bar where it was just like i don't know dudes in like their 30s and like everyone was just like really weird and like aggressive <laughs> like this dude was like trying to fight the other band for no reason and like just like called me like a whore out of nowhere and we were just like who are these people like is this what the whole thing is gonna be oh, like no. <laughs> but then like all the rest of the days were like so much better <laughs> yeah where is like you said katanning where is that uh it's like i don't really know it's maybe like an hour from pittsburgh it's just kind of like i guess like you know in the sticks or whatever i don't really know i mean i might be speaking out of turn here but oh, okay yeah that that's like my only experience with it so you're headed <laughs> other than west. like seeing so like it was right it was just like y'all were just like well we'll take this show here because like it's we're headed that way kind of and there's right like, right yeah because there's because like i mean i don't know like a lot about um pennsylvania like geographically um but like yeah it's kind of always been like well you'll play maybe like maybe Lancaster, Pittsburgh, Philly, and like mm -hmm. I've, I've not heard, except for maybe like uh, State College. I've never not really heard like people playing anywhere else. Um, but uh, right, yeah, um, that's yeah, I, and they like they hated us. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just a bar, and they just agreed to let y'all play, kind of just like. Um, yeah, yeah yeah like there was other bands but they were all just like older like you know like everyone like everyone's thrashing around punk which is cool but then we came on with like our like soft surf rock and we were just like young and they were like get the uh, get the fuck out of here yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. I I can't remember. I I feel like I may have, but there was um, one time when we played. You know, it sounds similar to that um, at this uh, at this bar in Atlanta, and you know, I I was uh, I was not even twenty one at the time, and I played at this bar, and um, you know, my band sounded like uh, you know a propaganda or something, you know, and um, mm-hmm. we started playing, and there was all of these, you know, just like like good old Southern boy kind of like types like at the bar and, um, (laughs) and we started playing and they were kind of like, not like being overly rude, like, but they were like yelling stuff at us, like to play, you know, Skinnered or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and we, you know, we obviously didn't, but I was like feeling like pretty intimidated and, um, Oh yeah. Someone, uh, someone um, put a, a a shot on the stage for me to drink, and and I was like, oh, I guess I better drink it, you know, because uh, so I drank I drank this shot on the stage, and then I went to put the glass down, and I kind of I kind of just instead of putting it down, I kind of threw it on t- to the ground instead of like I was just trying to put it down on the stage and it broke and they cheered <laughs> and so I kept getting shots on the stage and I and I was like well I was on break another glass and and so it was like this thing and and uh and that's how I mean we didn't sell any records or anything like that <laughs> afterwards but everybody was coming up to me afterwards like oh and I, I was I was wasted you know I had no yeah idea. yeah like the rec the recollection of me, like, maybe I remember, like, three shots, you know? And then I was just like, because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, because, I don't know, you know, I weighed, like, 120 pounds. And I'm, like, yeah. sweating and I'm playing music. And then uh, <laughs> I just remember someone saying that we sound like a fast uh, Black Sabbath. And I was like... Okay. Uh, well, I mean, so the funny thing is, like, I didn't listen to a lot of Black Sabbath at the time. So, like, now I'm like, you know, I definitely, I'll take that compliment. But, um, right. It, but at the same, t- at the time, I'm definitely thinking, like, and I'm like, wasted. I, I didn't say anything to the contrary. But I was just like, what are you talking about? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't sound like yeah. Black Sabbath at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, um, that was probably like the punkest thing they knew. Yeah, yeah, which is like, you know, okay, let's do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It was something with like, is it was like the the most beats per minute that they knew, you know, for sure. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like taking notes here. Like next time I play in containing, just break a shot glass. Just, break yeah, as many as I can. Just I'll break them all. Get rowdy, I guess, you know, and see <laughs> see how that, see how that, like, you know, I don't know. It was like, they were like, respect, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I I wish I could remember the name of that bar, like uh, just so I'd know. Like, does that place still exist? You know, um, right? Yeah. But uh, that whole day was just a nightmare. Like we were um, driving around, and 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 the brakes started to go bad on our van. Like, so we're coming down like this really large hill. And I'm, and I feel the brakes get like super soft and I'm, and there's a red light at the bottom and I'm like, are we going to stop? And I mean, like, it's probably, it probably wasn't as bad as like, I'm remembering it being because we definitely did stop and all that. But like, you know, when you have like tons of gear in the back and everybody's and, you know, and you're on just couple days into your tour and you know like i said i was like 19 you know uh, yeah yeah it's like ah. um, that's so scary yeah. like even driving normally is scary because you got like all your friends usually there's not seat belts and like there's all like the the shit in the back like you know if you hit something it's everything's gonna fly and like hit everyone in the back of the head <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah yeah and this van in particular like it was there was nothing about what was going on behind the driver's seats that was legal there was not like i bought it and 
there was not a um there was no seats in the back and so like these people we knew like um like this this um this young woman that we knew like she just broke up with her boyfriend and kicked him out of the of um the place they were living and she was like that's his love seat take it and so we had a love seat in the back of, oh, of nice. my van it was no seats you know it was it was an actual love seat just in there and yeah <laughs> then behind that there was just like um cardboard on because like it was an old work van and the carpet was like oily and stuff from like mm-hmm. I don't know, car parts, whatever they were loading in the back of this. So we just had like cardboard. So like, it, it's so scary. Like j- just, yeah, like, yeah. When you're, when you're just like, hell yeah, we're going to go on tour. Like we're young, we're invincible. Like, and then later I'm like, that was so dangerous. Like every aspect of that was like so dangerous. Um, yeah, for sure. The love but, seat sounds comfy at least <laughs> yeah no it was it was really sick at the time we were just like hell yeah and i mean i you know when when there's like three people sitting on it or whatever it it didn't like move you know or anything like yeah yeah um but it's just like yeah and in an accident or something that would have been an absolute disaster um totally but you know we had that we you know we had our little angel watching over us or whatever you want to say you know right um but yeah uh so you you know you got your one bad show out of the way on that tour like what did you have like a a highlight um from that particular tour um the one that stands out to me is the show we played in indiana which is like where i said we were like posted up for a few days Mm -hmm. but that was like definitely the best place we could have broken down because um, the dudes who you know hosted us were just, just like so cool and fun. So just like hanging out with them for a few days ended up being like fun. Whereas if it had been someone else, we probably would have just been on our own. But they were cool with us staying there. But like the show, the night that we got there was just like rowdy and like we'd never play like Ben Nat, let alone played a show like that before. Yeah, and. Yeah, so I think that was, like, like everyone was just really stoked on everything we did. Like, we ended up playing a Blink-182 cover just because people were happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And what, Am I remembering it correctly that that was actually in Lafayette? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah at the ant farm. Yeah, that, that's, that place is, like, a couple blocks from my house, and I never knew about it until, like, way late. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, well, I'm glad that that was a good time then if you had to uh, spend time in, in Lafayette anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, after, like, that band um, and, like, you know, you went on tours and, like, did you do recordings in that band also? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so you were kind of, like, already you know, doing like a lot of, you know, the stuff like you're like, yeah, you know, go on tour doing recordings and stuff. Um, but I feel like maybe, I don't know if that was a band that you were like super serious about or whatever. Um, but it couldn't have been too long before it went from that until, uh, short fictions. Right. Cause that wasn't, yeah, well, Sam, like, I didn't join Short Fictions till, like, a, a couple years after um, they started. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I was, I played one show in, like, an early version of them where it was, like, none of the members now except for Sam and, like, me, I guess. And, um, like, we didn't have the name yet, but I think, like, one or two of the songs, or maybe all of the songs, like, ended up becoming Short Fiction songs later. But we played, like, one show, um, and it was weird. <laughs> and then, like, I wasn't in the band for years, and then um, eventually Sam was like, I want you to do, like, vocals and stuff. And then I played keyboard, and then I, like, didn't like it, so I started playing bass six.
weren't in the fam- band for very long then, I guess. Yeah, I don't think for super long. Okay. Were you like just, when we played with you, like if it's a few years back now or whatever, was that when you were first getting into the band or? I th- yeah, I think so. I'm trying okay. to remember when I joined. I want to say it was like 2017 or 2018. I don't remember, but okay. yeah. Because you were, you were playing keyboard at that point and I and I just remember like, I mean, I was just assuming like that what we saw as the band was because they already had like a uh, they already had a 12 inch on the merch table and stuff. So I guess I was assuming at that point like this is the band they've been they've they're established to some degree and like the band has always been this way or something. Um, but like so you yeah just you know because you said you hadn't played keyboard very long in the band then you went to bass six and i remember like you know uh we did that seven inch with y'all like um at some point in between those two things um but uh it wasn't terribly long you know that since that first time that we played with y'all that i saw that you were playing bass six also actually like i didn't even know it was a bass six i was just like they got like a million guitar players now um yeah <laughs> what's, what's happening um but yeah um so how did how did um how did you land on bass six as opposed to like you know i mean there's plenty of bands in a similar style that do have three guitars or whatever like what was the uh impetus to go one way instead of the other um i think it was just like there were more there's like a more variety of parts I could do on bass six as opposed to like if I was just playing another bass. Yeah. Like I could play, I could like play the keyboard parts that I had been playing and make them sound the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, like, how did you, how do you feel like that? Like from playing guitar previously, like, was there any kind of learning curve to going to the bass six or you just like, this is pretty much what it is. Um, I mean, well, I had played bass also before that. So, you know, I was used to like sort of used to like the bigger strings and like stuff like that. Cause we had like a, we toured as a three piece, like it was a, a brief tour. Um, so like I was playing bass when we were at three piece. And I think then after that I played bass six. Oh, okay. okay. So it was like, it was like easier kind of than the bass in a way. Yeah. Just less like less finger at least like and, and what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always curious because, you know, like I, I, I go from playing guitar to playing bass, you know, on recordings or whatever. And, and, um, so it's like, I'm, I'm very familiar, but I, I always wonder like, you know, do you want to like do you do you want to because you can play guitar and you've played bass and you also said that sometimes you let your uh what you were doing before as as the keyboard player influence what you want to play um do you ever find yourself like where you like i shouldn't play this like if i was a guitar player i'd play this but I'm playing this, I'm playing bass six, so I shouldn't play this. Like, no, don't like lay in on the chords on this part. Or like, how does your different musical like background influence like um, what you do on bass six specifically? Um, I definitely feel like I have to pay attention to when it could be like muddier especially with having another bassist, like, I feel like it could just easily get just, like, sludgier than we want. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Sometimes it's... And other than that, like, like, I don't know, just being more, like, in the pocket with the notes as opposed to, like, I don't know, like, sliding, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Just, like, trying to, like, lock in 
and uh, right, right. be like really conscious of, um, I guess the, the, the low end, the, the backbone, like as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's really like, I, I've, I've been wanting a basics for a long time and, and, um, I don't know. I, I always like, I think that I'm going to get one and I'm going to do, I'm going to basically play it like exactly how I'd play guitar, but it's just going to sound like evil and brutal and whatnot. And I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to be like, um, disappointed. Like I'm going to get it and I'm going to be like, this isn't doing what I thought it would do. Um, but, um, do you ever, uh, do you ever just pick it up and, uh, and try to just be your own like one person doom band or yeah i think that would be awesome honestly um because it like you know it's kind of like in the middle like i guess it's like more like a baritone guitar than anything but mm-hmm. i think that would be like a really cool mix of just like only having that instead of guitar or bass mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's definitely something i've like thought about before yeah the band um van hagar does that uh, that, Jesse, oh, cool. that Jesse Mowry plays in. Yeah. And I remember that being really cool. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, so you, um, what, what, um, like y'all, y'all just went and did that audio tree, um, session. Um, but, but, um, other than that, you know, because of everything, I'm assuming like, uh, you know, you've sort of had to take a break, you know, um, but are you, are you all still like actively trying to like write material and get a, get a new album together, like via file sharing or things like that? Or, uh, yeah, we've been working on a new one. We've done like some recording and stuff. Um, you know, just like one-on-one type of stuff for the most part. Mm -hmm. But yeah, other than that, like since the auto industry, we haven't even like like gotten together practice as a band or anything mm-hmm. yeah um and i don't know if a lot of people like i know like plenty of people know the band and whatnot but i don't know if a lot of people know that you are the vocalist for not your friends as well um how did that project come together um owen and i had been talking about working on something for a while Cause we used to be roommates and, you know, we'd hang out and stuff and they'd be like, yeah, I want, they would be like, I want to do something. So just like fucked up sounding and be able to like play around with things. I feel like, like not to say that they don't do that in hazing over, but, um, I think it was more like this could be sillier in a way. Mm -hmm. And I was super down for it. So, um, I don't know. We all just like started practicing and like writing the song super fast. Like, oh, and we'll be like, all right, <laughs> like we got to write a song in 15 minutes. And everyone's like, oh, in, but then, you know, we do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, um, were you all like setting like ridiculous like goals like that as a, as a means to, uh, like force a a an unpredictable result i think so yeah 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 like i I said owen was kind of like the the leader in that Mm -hmm. but um like and good that they did because like you know we didn't it i think it's better that we didn't like dwell too long on anything i think the result was kind of like chaotic in a a way that we wanted Mm -hmm. yeah i i find um little you know and i don't know if this was a conscious experiment but it sounds like an experiment to me uh but i find little like experiments or exercises like that to be really uh like eye-opening in a way you know you just you just like realize like oh when i like sometimes having zero parameters is what you need and sometimes having very strict parameters is does yeah something completely different you know to you totally totally wires your brain differently or something um exactly yeah yeah it was like one big like brainstorm that had a deadline that we recorded (laughs) yeah yeah um and i see i see that 
like y'all uh, post on on Instagram a bit. Do you, do you consider the project still active? I, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, we would kind of took a break for a while, like obviously because of COVID, but also mm-hmm. because Owen was working super hard on the new like hazing over mm-hmm. and everything. So um, they kind of they kind of wanted to like focus their energies into that, which is understandable. Yeah, for sure. And you know the result is mind blowing. And so I think like now that they feel they have a little more downtime after the album came out, I think um, we're going to hopefully start like writing some new shit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really excited. It's been a while. Did you, do you feel like you, um, was there a, was there an overarching theme for your lyrics on that particular release? Uh it was sort of like I was angry, but I wasn't like extremely serious about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the themes I was serious about, but the lyrics themselves were kind of like uh, more like maybe it's sassy. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. they were like angry and like making fun of whatever, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I mean, you you could definitely like I never at any point thought like oh yeah this is a joke even though there's there's humor in it you know like right right you know there's there's obvious like humor but I never thought like oh this is a joke it's it's just like um I don't know you know sarcasm's not the right word but there's like a biting like kind of uh quality to the you know the way that you play with with words and and the sort of like uh the the kind of like threading the the kind of like threat like nature of some of the lyrics as well it, there's a yeah there's like a a quality to them that that's very um subversive and i i, I enjoyed it um yeah yeah like yeah. like and like a lot of them you know there's not that many songs on there but they have like v- really varying subject matters like one of them is like, you know, fuck old white men. One of them is like, fuck when men in particular. One's about Twin Peaks. One is about like one of my best friends. <laughs> so it's like, it's not all like thematic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's one. there are two songs that share the same lyrics, though, aren't there? Um, maybe. Oh, I, maybe Wait, which I... ones? <laughs> Uh, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken, but I thought that the lyric like uh, it's something like none of none of us will wait, none of us will rest until all of you are dead. Isn't that in like it's it's something like that? Like I probably got it wrong, but isn't that in two different songs? Um, it's definitely in the one, but I feel like. It's probably there's probably like a similar sentiment in another song. Oh, okay, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to like go um, and listen to that. I'm gonna have to like find what I what I thought was <laughs> happening and 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 see if uh, if I can make it make more sense at some other time. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just one of those uh, Mandela effect things happening. Right, right. This is just something from a little more than a year ago, but right. <laughs> feels like it's much longer ago than that. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, um, we, uh, you know, um, when I, when I had heard that, like specifically, that's when I was like, yeah, I, I would really enjoy like doing a project with you, you know, uh, to have you do some vocals. And, um, so since we are pretty close to wrapping that up, um, you know, I feel like, okay, we can talk about that. Um, uh, so, so yeah, um, Nina Palumbo from Indisposed had got a hold of me and was like, we should do a thing together sometime. So I sent Nina some drums. And then I asked Erin from uh, Masanera um, if she'd want to do some uh, bass. And uh, I don't remember what I don't remember how the pieces were all coming together. If we were all signed on before, you know, 
everything was completely done or whatnot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, now having your vocals and, uh, getting everything like lined up and stuff. Um, were you like, did you feel like you approached this pr particular project in a different way than you would have approached like other projects lyrically or, and if so, like, uh, why was that? Um, I definitely think I did. Uh, I don't, I don't really entirely know why, but I decided to go more like with like imagery in the lyrics. I, at least that's what I was like, you know, hoping to accomplish mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you know, maybe like a narrative or, or like a description. I don't know. In my other lyrics, mm -hmm. um, I kind of just tried to go like, like, I don't know, a couple of the songs are based on like dreams that I had, uh, that I just kind of like didn't describe as dreams, but just like tried to say what the situation was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to be like, I don't know, kind of vague with these for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I don't know. I think we were, you know, we were definitely, there were people in the chat that were like, oh, I'd also like to do some vocals and I'd also like to do some vocals. So like, yeah, I've, I found that. And like, even if this wasn't a conscious thing, then having sort of more vague lyrics definitely makes it easier for other people to like contribute to that without stepping on what the first person said, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, so totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a definite boon. Um, that, that, that worked out that way for sure. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's, I don't know. I think, I think it's, um, I think that you did a really great job and I, I was like, never, I never was not confident that you wouldn't, but, um, especially like, oh, thank the, you. <laughs> especially the parts where you do like what, you know, a lot of people would say are like clean vocals. I was just like, right. The way they come in and out of the screaming and, and the way they come in and out of the music. Like, I just was like, holy shit, you know, this is, <laughs> this is, uh, like, um, this isn't what I was expecting. Uh, I was expecting good and I got so much more. And I, so I'm really oh, excited thank you. <laughs> uh, for people to hear that. Maybe, um, maybe we can put a little clip here, uh, when this airs. Uh, but, um, yeah, um, are you um, are you working on anything else like uh, 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 other than um, like short fiction, short fictions, and um, like do you like is there anything else that you um, want to share that you're working on or have been have been doing? Um, I have like a little idea of, that's been floating around for a while that I kind of like. Have been trying to write some songs for, but it's definitely not anything where I'd be like, "Oh, this is my new project yet." Yeah. But yeah, I kind of want to do something like um, unexpectedly like easygoing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Kind of like I don't know, like '90s, like late '90s sounding, like that dog or like Veruca Assault or something. Wow. I've always thought that would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I love. I love those bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, especially as someone who plays drums, like it's so fun to play drums slow sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever hits me up to play drums slow. That's for sure. And that's fine. Right. You know, everybody's just like, and then there's going to be these blast parts and I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I know there's going to be blast parts, but, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's really chill to, uh, I feel like, you know, doing something like that just makes the other thing more intense when I do that, you know, like, yeah, like if you just play in like seven intense bands, it's like you just like <laughs> intense all the time. And it, I don't know, you know, it's not that. Yeah. And I feel like it can be exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it like, yeah, like the idea of something kind of like low pressure is appealing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to like imply in any way like that 
doing like three projects or whatever was like, like, but shouldn't you be, you know, nothing like that. I just, (laughs) I was just like, well, here's the floor. Like, do you want to, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that does sound like fun. I, you know, I, um, I just, we, like, we just released, uh, our, like, um, you know, uh, acoustic, uh, full band, like, I don't, I don't know what, you know, people would can compare it to, like, um, but, um, like, and it, it's, it's really weird. It's like very little screaming on the record. Like, yeah. And I, when I went into it, I was like, there's going to be no screaming. And then I was like, oh, come on, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, come on. Just when I thought I was out, they call me back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think, I feel like it's really, you know, just like we were talking about before, like, um, having like boundaries or whatnot, but also like, uh, I think it's really important to just like, sometimes just like stretch out as far as you can and just see like what else, um, yeah, you might be able to do, you know, even if, even if you do it poorly, like it's, uh, it might be the thing that you needed to, um, turn, you know, to turn the key somewhere else, you know? Um, right. Right. Yeah. And, um, back to what you were saying about the, uh, like the clean vocals on the, on the thing that we're working on. Mm-hmm. I was like kind of unsure about doing that. Cause I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is what this, this like needs or like, I feel like the first song that I recorded, I was like, I feel like I, sound like Hawthorne Heights or something. But then I was like, well, so what if I do? <laughs> and then like, and then I was like still unsure about doing more clean vocals. But then um, like when the new For Your Health record came out, I just like loved Hayden's vocals on that. And some of them were clean. I was like, okay, this is actually like the inspiration I needed to like go for that and like just like be confident about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turned out awesome. And I, yeah, I mean, I'm really, I'm really like the over overall i think like you killed it but like those are the parts that's like it makes the other parts that much more intense but that's actually the singing parts is the parts that i'm like when i'm thinking about it later that's the parts i remember you know like those are the parts that the the little earworms you know as it were right um yeah and i was like so the reason I was so nervous is because I was like, all of you are so talented. Like, I was so floored when you asked me to join that project. Oh, well. You know, like, uh, the, the rest of it sounds so fucking good. And that was my conversation with Alex Barkley. Thanks so much, Alex, for taking the time to chat with me. It's been a real pleasure getting to know you a little bit and get to make some music with you. I'd also like to take this time to thank everyone that supports us on the Middleman Patreon page. Until next time, take care and do good things.